0: what's up guys welcome back to kind of funny's edgar wright in review that's right we are ranking and reviewing every edgar wright movie that we can watch available on streaming platforms as always i'm tim Gettys, joined by one of the coolest dudes in video games greg miller bonjour the producer slash seducer nick scarpino do i need a haircut
1: <laughs> <laughs> i get it. I <laughs> the movie we watched the big
2: dog kevin coelho Oh, I I get it because the yeah
0: <laughs> I movie. Thought, yeah, I thought he was talking about my hair. And the nitro no. rifle, Andy Cortez. <laughs> we're, <just laughs> such, we're all of us are such assholes that everyone immediately thinks that the other people are talking shit about them.
3: <laughs> God, I have to I have to just blame myself for that. Just to like a ninety percent degree. Oh, ten, it's your fault. Ten, yeah. Ten, yeah, the other ten yeah, percent, yeah, yeah. Greg Miller. But I'm ninety percent right there.
0: Bread makes you fat. Son of a bitch. That's the one I was gonna line. go with what a good line of course natural rifle andy cortez is here in the building uh this is kind of Is in review every week we rank and review two different film franchises right now we are doing the edgar wright movies and we are also doing john wick closing it out next week i'm a little bit sad about that gotta be honest uh with john wick chapter three but today we're talking about scott pilgrim versus the world this show you can watch on YouTube.com slash kind or roosterteeth.com. You could also listen to it on a podcast service. Just search for kind of funny reviews. If you want to get the show ad free or watch live as we record it, you can go to patreon.com slash kind to do that. Today, we're brought to you by limited run games, pre-orders of Scott Pilgrim versus the world, the game complete edition You got to love when things work out like that. You know what I mean? (laughs) Uh, We're such fucking sellouts. (laughs) But today we are talking about Scott Pilgrim versus the World, a runtime of one hour and 52 minutes, released on August 13th, 2010. The first draft of the script for the film was completed after only two out of the six Scott Pilgrim books were drawn. Uh, The final book came out July 20th, 2010. So that explains a lot of the differences between the movies in the book because if you guys haven't read the the book it's drastically different than the movie uh very similar pretty much every major story beat after like the main beginning part yeah it's the same tone this is one of the examples where i couldn't tell you which is better they're both really extremely awesome just in different ways what do you say greg the book by a mile but i'm sure we'll get into it really wow yeah oh man The book makes a lot of really bad choices the movie makes a lot of really bad choices somewhere in between the two there's like a a perfect version of this but it's i don't think it's either of them in particular uh directed by edgar wright once again a budget of 85 million dollars the film was given a production budget of 85 to 90 million uh but a lot of that was offset by taxes which is a good thing because the box office was only 48.1 million dollars so it like really, really, really bombed at the box office. <laughs> uh, became a cult classic, made a shit ton of money on home release and all that. Um, and that makes a lot of up, sense. Then ended up not. What do you mean it makes a lot of sense? Well, I
3: was gonna say I finished that movie last night. And I was like, huh, I wonder why they never made a sequel to this. This would be a good movie to make a sequel to. Guess that makes sense now, Tim. Well, Didn't I mean- do so well in the box office
2: but also like yeah. it, the story ends like there's no
3: right Oh, sure but i mean in that world you're like it's such a cool world they built uh, it is with really that cool that world. you could totally yeah. see him come back and do like scott pilgrim's evil exes or whatever and then ramona has to fight them or something like that like i'm just thinking Andy, i'm thinking top level we're in the room we're in no, the yeah. brothers right now nick's, nick's a hollywood nick's exec blowing. right now he wants ooh, to
1: make ooh, back ooh. these investments he wants to build a universe he wants exactly. to have scott and ramona have a kid we jump ahead 30 years they're fighting exes I, you're yeah, the exactly. idea
4: guy We're thinking KB Toys. We're thinking uh, EB
1: Games, right? Let's get a Chris Mm. Evans, uh, you know, pre pre prequel here. Let's see what's going on with his career. Old Navy,
4: right? Drabo. I'm thinking of all these grand deals we could be making
0: right now, everybody. (laughs) Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. Greg Miller, let's start with you. What do you think about Scott Pilgrim versus the world?
1: This is my second time seeing Scott Pilgrim versus the world. The first time was at that same, that infamous San Diego Comic Con screening, uh, where it was like all of Comic Con and the, I got to sit right behind the cast, which is cool because Brandon Rath was there and he was Superman. Uh, you know, I, I feel the same way I did back then, even though I, I don't, it's, kind of, it's a weird one because I don't think about it ever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I know uh, Kevin really loves the movie and it comes up a lot in conversation. And I'm always like, I remember seeing it that one time, but I remember not loving it. This is like such a beautiful, stylish cool uh like visual like the movie's just top notch in every way and i just don't care for the subject material at all i just don't like scott pilgrim and i don't like ramona and i don't think they're good characters and so watching it i think is a visual delight jen and i were watching last night all the you know like how does this look so good like oh my god this came out in 2010 and it looks this good this is incredible look at that blah blah like it's Edgar Wright doing everything we we've, we've seen him do and then doing so much more and doing it better than he's probably ever done it in terms of shots and effects and everything else. And it's just a movie that I finish and I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't love that. I want to love that. And I don't love it, even though I think it checks so many boxes for being funny and being a million different things.
0: Andy Cortez. Um,
4: I, upon watching it, I just kept thinking to myself, um, I wish there were anybody but Michael Sarah. and i think and i think michael Sarah's supposed to exude this lady killer and i just don't think he's that like look at him he's not a lady killer and immediately i go to what if this was zach efron playing a dick that's a lady killer that's a believable lady killer because i think zach efron's obviously a much more attractive dude than michael Sarah. so like i i appreciate the dick parts of scott pilgrim and how he needs to better himself and uh, and eventually have that sort of character turn where he understands why he's been wrong and why he's been an asshole his whole life. But the whole like you know you've been wooing a bunch of girlfriends. I just don't believe I, it's not believable to me with Michael Sarah. That being said, agreed with Greg. Obviously, it's it's watching this movie is sort of one of those things that it's kind of a it feel I felt like a dream come true to see all these video game things being put into a movie. And done really well, and I think it's all about the tone and the humor and the jokes and all that stuff works. All right, in any other movie, when when The Rock is going in the first person view in Doom, it doesn't work because <laughs> the movie's just shitty, right? <laughs> but but what Scott Pilgrim it's just it has such a, it just has that writing style. It has all of the wit and humor and the quick line delivery, and it's very musical, just like you know Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz, where I appreciate it for all of those aspects. And I still very much enjoy the movie. I just think I liked it l- a little bit less this time around. And
2: I think that's just because I hadn't seen it in a while. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I love this movie. Like, I was watching it yesterday, and it's like... I I got into the, the, the comics when they came out, and I remember the last one came out right around when the movie was going to come out. So it was, like, a mystery of, like, how will everything end? And it's... I understand that, like... These are a lot of broken characters that they kind of gloss over like their their faults and yeah, they don't grow too much, but they they do grow grow I think enough. But I I love this movie and I think still now it's my favorite comic book adaptation. They got so many of the things right, you know, that like it's yeah, so much is incorporated in like video game culture and all these other things that are kind of like massaged into the comic that they were able to portray in such a cool way. Like how cool is it when like punches people and it like pops up, like in the power, like they turn into coins. Yeah. Yeah,
4: It's Kevin, I I was, I was about to, I was about to mention real quick that I obviously I didn't read to the comics, but I know that there had to have been a lot of moments of specific lines that were read out in the movie that were probably from the comic that when you watch it, you go, Oh, that's cool. And you have a little bit extra appreciation for that. I didn't, uh, obviously, because I, I didn't read it, but I got to assume there were.
2: Were those those moments, Greg or Kevin? I mean, uh, there were, but it's been a long time since I see. I'm, I'm sh- there's a lot of moments that are like shot for shot, like comic book stuff. I, like, I just think the movie, the movie feels so quotable,
4: Tim, that I got to assume so many of these lines are from the the comic book. Like they feel so some lines seem so random and out of nowhere. It seems like that's straight from the source material.
0: Well, some of them are, but that—that's what I was kind of alluding to earlier. Where the book and the movie are very different, where they use the medium they're in to kind of tell the story, the same story, which results in different uses and different like dialogue and you know different characters kind of being in place for others or saying things that others would because it works better in that medium. And so I, a lot of it. Whereas normally we watch comic book movies, we're like, oh man, this is exactly that scene. Mm-hmm. With this, it's it's less mm-hmm. that and it's more like oh wow this is an extremely well thought out version of what that scene would look like in a comic or what that scene would look like in a movie um i think a good example of that is the fourth uh evil X, roxy like when she first comes and they're like in that like not alleyway but like the, the snow-covered yeah. street like that is entirely a recreation of the ninja Gaiden opening from the nes game oh that's cool that's very and cool it, it, it's like that it looks very similar to the comic version but it's actually not a reference to the comic it's a reference to ninja guide got it right so it's things like that all the Zelda sound effects I just loved it just makes
3: me. yeah sad. am I crazy wasn't this it was Zelda song in the beginning of it or at
0: some point they're playing yeah, like the, the, fairy, like the, one, mount, the yeah. fairy mountain yeah yeah
1: when he's walking ba-na-na,
0: around yeah there, there, the there's cool a, a bunch of different Zelda sound effects the link to the past boss theme like intro plays for a bit but uh one <laughs> cool thing about the Zelda stuff is that uh Edgar Wright had to go to Nintendo Uh, obviously, to ask for the shit, because Nintendo usually doesn't play nice with this shit. Uh, And he straight up said, like, look, guys, it's like a nursery rhyme to a generation. And he showed the scene they were going to use it in, and Nintendo was like, right, cool. That's awesome. That's That's awesome. Really cool.
1: I wouldn't expect it from Nintendo. (laughs) I poured the water. I fucked up. I'll be right back.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I totally agree,
4: Greg. I was kind of surprised by that, and I was wondering, you know, what lengths they had to go to in order to get the rights for it or yeah. whatever, because I just know how Nintendo can be, and sure enough, I was just, credits are scrolling by, I'm watching, you know, all sound, all Mario and, and Zelda sound effects provided by <laughs> <laughs> um, by Nintendo. There's, it's really cool. there's
3: a part of me that just thinks we're gonna start seeing sparks and then like smoke coming out from underneath the desk with him <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he is running around he's, he's a crazy person yeah, yeah. He's, right Jesus. is this well, tower he's that close
1: is that right is i is that think it, it is he's out? very scary yeah, he's, i've never tower seen tower Tim move this fast right. in my life. he doesn't move this fast ever he said i dropped my water i thought i forgot my water
2: there's a lot of like he's good oh, he's good
1: he's back
3: up like all the electrical
4: stuff's right there Good yeah. recovery, Tim, good recovery.
1: Proud of you, Tim, you're not dead. Um, we were worried about it though well,
3: He's muted, yeah. Go for it, Nick. Uh, I, You know, this is the second time I've seen this movie. I, I left the theaters and I had very much a similar feeling to Greg, where I, I thought the movie was fun to watch, visually stimulating, had some good laughs, but it was mostly um, form over function um it was very very stylish and i just i kind of left remembering and i I think i even said it on a a podcast last week where i was like i just don't think the scott pilgrim character is likable at all and it makes the movie hard second time around i actually liked him a lot more and i do think there was more of an arc than i gave it credit for the first time right i think uh i was i was specifically a little hung up on the fact that he was mistreating um knives and i think by and i still think that's kind of horrible but by the end of it, I, I realize how kind of flawed Ramona is also, and it's really their story together um, that he's learning from. I just don't think they 100% nailed that arc, and I don't think they 100% – I think they could have pushed it a little farther. For instance, like all of his friends always tell him he's an asshole, but he never really suffers any consequences other than quote-unquote dying. Um, but then that doesn't really feel like it's a real consequence because it's a video game, and he has he has an extra life that we already saw. Um, but other than that, like to, to, to kind of rebut what Andy said, like I totally – you nailed it, right? Uh, Zac Efron would have been hilarious in this, but there is just something so utterly charming and disarming about Michael Sarah. and I think that's why it works as him being a lady killer. Because Ramona's annoyed with him the first like few times she meets him, and then he's just like he just gets in there because he's this like cute little puppy dog thing, and you end up just wanting to take him home. Greg Miller from Kind of Funny.
1: That's my thing, and I, yeah, I don't agree. I don't. I don't watch it or feel when i watch it that scott's a lady killer like i feel like he's you know i guess you know i don't even know i guess i was gonna say the stereotypical geek but maybe the stereotypical geek you know we'd think of or whatever if you're thinking of indie rock and video games merged into one right like and like the shiftless layabout like just doesn't know what to do with his life kind of stereotype but it's that thing where i don't i don't it, it'd be different i think if we were going through. His exes and they were all Bree Larsons, right? Like even Bree Larson in this movie, while of course a gorgeous person and now a rock star in this, mm-hmm. when I think of what him and Natalie's relationship would have been, I don't think Natalie looked like uh envy does. I think you know what I mean. Like if yeah, that makes I, sense.
3: Like Yeah, it, in- it actually does. I think maybe you're yeah, so maybe lady color is the wrong word for it. Maybe he just mistreats the people that he's dated before because he is. Sure, a bluffing, that I believe for sure, because he doesn't yeah. have his shit together.
1: But, and
4: like but, that's uh, and that's there, my
1: thing. Okay, go on. I
4: was just gonna say there are a couple of conversations that do allude to. Oh, what about her? And didn't you date her? And what about her? And like I just felt like they That's all they, comic
0: references. That that's all stuff that is just like alluding to the comic editors where they go yeah, a lot further you, you. you meet so many exes of his and like Natalie's that comes back a lot more. Like there's just a lot of different the, changes. That was like a fun knot. I mean, but like the crux is that they're not good to the people,
2: like they're partners in relationships, right? Yeah, like, yeah that's, that's the, the whole, whole point. point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's
4: a yeah. he's a dick. I, I don't I don't know. I guess yeah I I love all the awkward moments with Michael Sarah, and obviously he's great at line delivery when it's you know such when the writing is that good he's so good at doing that um but yeah okay I I guess I could see where y'all are coming from where he's not supposed to be this absolute uh this dude just
0: you know getting ladies left and right that makes sense I take it less as he's a lady killer and more like what I really like about this movie is it isn't just dependent on video game references or music references or Toronto references. It's kind of all of those things together, creating the world of Scott Pilgrim. And I think that stuff is like, he's kind of a big deal in those worlds, right? He, he has a band, he it plays video games. He like is kind of known in the Toronto knows all the cool Toronto spots. It's like, I think girls like him because of that, because he's in all the cool spots of this world. Right and i've I've seen this movie like 10 times i absolutely love it but it has so many flaws and it is problematic as all shit. and i just think that i love this movie not because of scott pilgrim or ramona they are just two of the many 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 characters in this movie played by such a fantastic cast like specifically you know people that weren't necessarily such a big deal i mean like chris evans wasn't captain america then you know what i mean like uh freaking anna kendrick was
1: not Pretty a much Kendrick, nothing. Yeah. She yeah. was
0: she was just like a side character in Twilight, right? Yeah. Aubrey Plaza, like the list just goes on and on. Brie Larson, like it's insane the people they got in this movie. Brandon
1: Ralph, put Brandon, some respect on the name,
0: all right? Absolutely, man. Like there's just such a it constantly there's characters being introduced that are just like, oh, that's Fran cool. Marabella. Put him, cool. put some respect. Oh, yeah, on They man. put him in. They put him in. Yeah.
1: Thomas Jane uh,
0: pops up. The Punisher. Come on. Oh God, that was so. Oh, yeah. The vegan
3: police scene. Get. I forgot that was in there, and I was like, this is so good. Yeah. good. So good. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, the just the, the the line of her mentioning he's vegan. Like I'd fucking died. I was laughing. But, so no, hard. but it's it's
3: just a bold face, like he's vegan, therefore he's better than you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then he when he get- dies <laughs> and when he dies and the vegan police in the background are like caught in and, like, <laughs> <high-fiving, laughs> and they high five. It's like oh, wow, that like, it's those uh, moments to me that make this movie fucking thoroughly really, thoroughly really entertaining. It's, it's what it's about. Like this it opening with universal like the 16-bit style, yeah. like video game opening it was just like, okay, cool. We're setting a tone, and I'm obviously fucking here for it. But then it's like it starts off. We get the little prologue bit of like, oh, he's da- dating a high schooler. Immediately him up dating a high schooler, a scumbag, bad guy. That we're not yeah. rooting for, right? I, that, but then well, they start playing music, and that opening scene is just it's fucking rad. as all shit, and it's like, all right, cool. I guess this, like, I don't really give a shit too much about like this type of rock music. But they're committing so hard to it that i'm like i'm in i'm totally in and i am all about this world and i want to see every single thing you have to offer and i i read the comics going into it so getting to the first evil x the fact that the first evil x fight is a musical bollywood battle i love that because it's like that's edgar right being like Fuck it like it, we're not gonna give them time to like." Mm-hmm build up and just have a basic fight and then keep growing. It's like every single fight is going to be insanely ridiculously intricate and unique, focusing in, like paying homage to a lot of video games we love, but also all of them fitting into this battle of the bands idea uh, that they have going on with all the other plots. Like this I'm trying to, movie I'm trying is to get very signed. masterfully done in so many ways. And it's just like, yeah, it, at the end of the day, Scott sucks, but like, I don't think that that really matters that much for what this movie actually is. Having said that, the second half of this movie, like, I do wish it was its own movie. Like, this should have been two movies, and I understand that they couldn't have done that, but they speed through the X's so quickly that it it just means nothing, and then we're left with Scott making decisions that feel super empty at the end. I mean, like, the funniest thing about the end of this movie is there are two different versions, and if you look at the special scenes on the Blu-ray or whatever, it's like, there's an alternate end where he just ends up with knives, and it's equally, like, Wow, okay. I guess that's how it is. Yeah. Like, and I think
3: it's pretty dumb and rushed. I think working off that, one of the things that I wish they had done was push the character a little bit more. Cause to me, he's in that weird nebulous area where because it is Michael Sarah, he's so likable. But you really should hate this character at some point because he's making very, very poor choices. But instead, I don't know. Like part of me says he's unsympathetic. The other part of me says he's so, he's so unbelievably charming because it's Michael Sarah that I'm going to give him a pass. But what I wanted. Almost this character to start off with was like Bill Murray from Scrooge where he's just an asshole and he just is totally abusing his power and he's totally abusing the fact that he's in this band to like get these girls and this and that. And then as you subtly start peeling apart those layers, it's because of the past traumas that he's he's become that. And then through his actions with Ramona and fighting these exes and he sees how they've mistreated her, he gets to a better path. And I know that's in there and it is in there because I've watched the second time I specifically watched. I was like, I want to see where this art goes it 100 percent in there. It's just they don't push it far enough in either direction for me to love the character or yep. hate the character. I'm just kind of middle of the road with them. And unfortunately, that means by the time we get to like the third or fourth X, I'm like, ah, I don't care about the fighting so much anymore because I'm not 100 percent invested in this character.
1: For me, it's – yeah, like – and I know, again, that – I'm with Tim, honestly. And that's the thing is I don't hold even – I read the graphic novels when it was the movie was coming out and I wanted to do it. And, yeah, at launch, the final one wasn't out, right? The movie beat the final book out. Is that correct? Do I remember that correctly? Other way around? You're you're wrong by a little bit, but – okay. The caveat is you saw it because you saw the Comic-Con premiere. So you saw it before yep, you book yeah. Yep, Thank yep. you. There you go. There you go. My thing always with the books was, and again, I don't have them on a pedestal. It was similar, I think, in just a way. By the time I picked up these, you know, what? It was six books, right? seven books Mm -hmm. so it must have been like the six or uh, number six number five where i i went through and just marathoned them all out but the reason i think the books are far and away better than the movie and again again the movie's a visual stunner and funny and everything else and great music i think personally it's my cup of tea uh but it's the fact that the end of this movie as we just talked about being rushed and the crux of us of scott becoming in quotes a likable character right is i think our definition of when we talk about this always of like it's show don't tell And they tell us, right, where it's like Scott dies and literally Ramona's like, maybe it isn't me you should be fighting for. And he comes out and it pulls out, Scott's learned the power of self-respect. And it's like, did he? And sure, he goes through and does the immediate apologies to everybody else. blah, blah blah. And it's just like, this feels completely unearned. Where in the comic book, I remember it being actual growth throughout the books of him getting a job and him moving out and him having to actually become an adult, seeing yeah, all that happen. 20. Whereas in the, they showed me there, right. In the movie, they just tell me he's figured it all out and then really don't show me. I think the strongest ending for the book or the movie should have been, he ends up with neither of them that he oh, is like, I you agree. know what? I got to work on myself. I got to mm-hmm. figure this out kind of thing. Instead of, I'm going to go start a new life with Ramona or start a new life with knives. Cause I really appreciate at the end knives learning the lesson of like, and it could just be a line but I believe it, right? i've heard just being like, "I'm too cool for you, anyway." And it's like, "Yup, you know, Knives has been on this journey as well to get to the end and be like, you know what, you are kind of a weirdo. I'm 17, you're 22. Like, I am cooler than you, and I don't need to worry about this." Having said all that, I'm glad he wound up with Ramona
3: at the end. Sure, so I feel okay. like I, I didn't know not not for any reason of like for real reasons. Like, I, I feel like that made sense because I remember someone saying that there was an alternate ending where he wound up with Knives, and I was like, "That's." That does not make any sense for this character. Ramona, obviously a contemporary of his they're both they both have those similar life experiences um and like I just feel like when he goes away with her, I'm like you guys are going to have a better life. I don't work believe on they're this going together. Yeah, I don't believe these characters are going to have yeah. an everlasting love, but I do believe that for the two years where they make this relationship work, they will learn from each other, they will grow, and they will move on. Where if he were to wind up with Knives, that to me represented regression mm-hmm. um, in his character. So I'm glad that they – like I remember watching this in theaters the first time being like, wow, you've just been such a dick to Knives that he just runs off. But it makes more sense to me now that I have a little bit more life experience being like, no, you got to – Ramona is the person you should be. That's the person you're gonna you're going to learn from the most.
2: Also, let the high school
1: it? let the high school person be in high school, for Christ's sake.
2: Well, do you think that she uh, breaks up with uh, Neil? Or are they still dating? At the end?
1: Yeah, no, I bet she breaks up with Neil. Because I think, Poor again, Neil. her at the end, she has her own realization, even though it's not pounded into your head. Of, she's learned the power of self-respect. I think on the other side of that, yeah, she's learned a bit. And she knows that she was just dating Neil to try to get on Scott's radar. But now that she hasn't even been on Scott's radar, that's not fair. You hope not, because, you know, young Neil, a.k.a. Neil. Cool, dude. I didn't
4: even, I didn't even feel Plays like... DS. Like they I were together you... at the end. <laughs> it just felt like they had kind of, like had Knives and Neil. I didn't even feel like they were even a pair towards the end.
1: Yeah. He you punched like, the yeah. highlights out of her hair. <laughs> 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 you know, There's so much, much. funny it's stuff so good. Good. I love. I love the
3: line where she's like, what do you play? He
1: goes, oh. oh that's a, <laughs> Zelda, Tetris. Zelda, <laughs> Tetris. And
3: he's like playing with the DS and like that yeah, character. Uh, that guy uh. nailed that with that role. Let's get to the plot. I wrote a
4: song, everybody, for it. All right, let me know how the guitar sounds and everything, okay? Y'all hear that?
2: Yeah, I hear It's time for the
4: plot. Let's hear how Scott is such a dick. Brie Larson's hot. This movie's even got
2: Chris Evans. Tell us the plot, Uncle (laughs) Nick. Tell us how Scott is such a dick.
0: okay you nailed the ooh didn't so much nail to everyone I'm also gonna need you to great. rewrite it well, I just don't uh, want to be for, too loud you for know? Greg doing the plot not Nate. that's okay that's okay no, I Nick freaked out right. for a second there I freaked out for five seconds I was like oh fuck well I, I, I could have supposed have said, to tell
3: the us plot. the
4: plot Gregory yeah I could have like split that up into. it was amazing yeah, that was fantastic yeah, yeah. go ahead yeah.
3: go ahead that was really great tell us the plot Greg you suck Okay, yeah, that works. Uh, Greg, you suck. You fucking. What suck. do you fucking suck? <laughs> 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 One day, Greg's just gonna fuck it. You know what I mean? And I'm gonna, I'm We're gonna just knock it. you the fuck I'm out. I'm gonna do <laughs> it.
1: That was the best song you've ever done, Andy. Good job up until you turned it around to me. Uh, Welcome to Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, everybody. Uh, We open with the 16-bit Universal logo everybody loves, and then we're right into the crux of the issue. Scott Pilgrim is dating a high schooler. Uh, Of course, we're at band practice in the kitchen talking to all the different people there. Girl from newsrooms there, what up? Um, And you meet all the bands and then uh, Knives shows up, right? And uh, we, of course, recap again, because they want to wade into this very prickly issue of him being 22 and her being 17. They've done nothing we're stressed to this several times they haven't they barely held hands or whatever thank you so we're admitting this is super weird fucked up okay uh that was happens uh don't,
2: don't they make it a point to kind of be like hey this is you like mourning uh the the audrey uh plaza i think Aubrey, Aubrey, Brasile, Aubrey, yeah. Uh, Aubrey, yeah. she's like hey like you are not handling this well like this relationship is directly connected to the fact that like you're still Yeah, I
1: forget you're he, she doesn't say it's the rebound, right? But it was something no, yeah. like that. And she goes, "No, this is the rebound when he's yeah. like, "I already had my rebound. I already had my rebound phase and this is what it is or whatever." um yeah and so there's the band and they start jamming and knives is there and then we get the amazing shot tim was talking about right where they're playing and we pull out and we just keep going backwards fucking love that as you go deeper and deeper oh, yeah. into the hall so and get the man. actual uh, information we come back knives is blown away she thinks it's amazing and then we're just kind of into scott's life right uh we are introduced to the rest of the characters too uh he lives with kieran colkin shout out to succession watching on hbo if you're not already so come on get your shit good. together it sucks that there's the a period
0: colkin just yeah in of course just general he kills it in this role kills and in this also role. yeah wallace is a character fucking so awesome i love yeah, him not, He's not, so many
3: funny parts not to be confused with rory colkin who i confused him for in signs that
0: that's is true right.
3: you did do that yeah, you did right. do that we so were very I owe sad karen colkin right? and Apollo- karen if you're watching i apologize you were in scott pilgrim and the dangerous lies of altar boys
4: and also just to shout out what blessing said during that science watch along the colkins are weird <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, come on let's not fair, we don't know fair. them they're actors we don't know their lives come on uh
1: so yeah we're introduced to wallace like you said uh he lives with scott they have one little bed on the ground they share uh you know wallace they you know dr- go around his ha- apartment like he's got it together with his computer and all the stuff that scott has except the lame uh kissing girls poster that of course every college uh oh dorm had when i was growing up uh, <laughs> yeah, you had that poster. Of course, Which of course one is it? It was in the Antle yeah. house at one point. I remember. I forget it's who long it. Yeah, yeah it was, so, it's a I think it's called lie, the kiss. Right? It's the kiss. Yeah, right. are wearing Jordans. Yeah, yeah. They're wearing Jordans.
2: Uh, is that no? Oh, you this, had Charlie's angel. I don't remember their legs. Yeah. No. Yeah.
0: There's there's two there's two versions of it of the kiss. They're both okay. two women kissing, but one of them they're wearing Jordan Elevens. Well,
4: one I'm okay. thinking of, Greg. They're on their sides.
1: Yeah, How the bad. one that he that's in this movie. Uh, you know, we're introduced that yeah, you know, uh, uh, Scott sucks mm-hmm. and he has nothing and no possessions and no job and he lives there, uh, pretty much rent free or whatever with uh, Kieran Culkin, and uh, then uh, knives comes over. Uh, you know, or no, they go to pick her up at school. Uh, then they then you know uh, Kieran Culkin fucks off and Scott and her go on like uh, their usual uh, dates. They do where they go to pizza pizza, which of course is the Canadian little caesars uh they go and they play ddr and they're really good at it and they're they're simpatico as they do their little moves and roll around uh they go to the record store uh where they we, aubrey Plaza's character works uh, to begin with she'll be in a million different things somewhere in here of course uh we meet anna kendrick i think it's when again scott pilgrim was dating a high schooler at the beginning and then when uh yeah wallace gets mad at him he immediately texts anna kendrick who immediately calls so uh, scott funny. pilgrim because that's so funny. funny bit yeah, really. So well, how do not, you do that's not that. yeah, 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 yeah. Hilarious oh, was stuff. That later, stuff. Was that later? Yeah, that's not the first one. That's when, when he comes home drunk. drunk later on God, after okay. meeting Ramona, I think, or having the dream about Ramona or whatever. But he has the dream about Ramona where uh, she's out delivering her packages and she's uh, skating through the sub neural space network Sub-space. highway of his brain that she'll explain highway later. Based. Whatever. <laughs> uh, Mario two. Okay uh he wakes up he's late to go uh meet or he's supposed to take knives to uh the library uh he's late for that uh and then he goes there and does it and then as he, they're leaving he sees Ramona delivering a package uh thus setting into uh uh play the events of this year movie um
0: I really love com- the knives coming and being like oh it's 30 like you're, you're supposed to get me 30 minutes ago and he goes how could I forget <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad
2: yeah, it's but his reaction's so good like you know the, uh, the chemistry that it. like um uh, god damn it what's the kid's name michael sarah. scott michael sarah has with mm. everyone like i'm not a i'm not a michael sarah fan i his face his hair specifically in this infuriates me and i know that it's a bit but i just can't get past it his um but yeah, the too. way he, he, the way he plays off with everyone, like the way that he interacts with everyone—I mean, I, it's Oscar-worthy acting
1: <laughs> from Michael Sarah. Wow. wow. Um. Uh, from there, they go to a party that night. The band does. Uh, this is where Scott finally meets Ramona. Uh, he does not do well. Uh, he talks to her, and, and he's a big old idiot, right? I forget what's he saying because she'll say the to Pac-Man. him in the next thing. The yeah, tomorrow, yeah, yeah, the Pac-Man, Pac-Man. information. Is, uh, She's like, uh, I
2: What's cool is earlier while he was on the date with uh, uh, Knives, we see the exact conversation going the total opposite way where he's like amazing. Or she's into those. it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: But he also, just-
2: and, and the guy at the party
4: is the veterinarian from Better Call Saul. The guy, oh, he's also Promo. the guy in the office. The, uh, he's good. The IT guy, the right? The IT guy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that dude. Yeah, he's good.
1: Um, she blows him off or whatever. He comes home. Uh, this is where Wallace comes home drunk, and he he's like, I fell in love with this girl. Did you break up with the other girl? No, and that's when he texts Anna Kendrick. Uh, before uh, you know, it's even done, he passes out. Uh, this then leads to the next scene, right, where uh, Scott's like, what's the URL for Amazon.ca? Which is a funny joke. <laughs> it's like, Amazon.ca. Uh, this is where the email pops up from uh Patel, right? Who's like, we're gonna fight. Seventy oh. xs whatever. And he's just like, yeah, boring. And I love no, <laughs> I love that because he was like, this is
3: so boring (laughs) (laughs) it just like closes it out
1: (laughs) uh closes it out goes back about his day uh is this where this is where time starts slipping right where he's like going from scene to scene really quickly because he's just obsessed with Ramona
2: he puts in the order right and then
1: yes he ordered the thing by the door at some point doesn't he just sit at the door (laughs) yeah yeah
2: Yeah, and then (laughs) then then, knives opens the door right because you think it's going to be Ramona to pick it up. He opens the door with knives. Then they go to the.
1: Then they go to practice. Record, yeah. 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 Sure. We can skip <laughs> they ahead. go to the it's record okay. shop. They go to practice. They go to the same four locations all the time. I think yeah, this is where they go out. And it's not obviously Scott is no longer into it. They're not in Simpatico anymore. He doesn't care about anything she's saying. Uh, he goes to band practice again with them. Uh, time slipping because he's just so hung up on Ramona. Um, eventually, yeah, he gets back home and we get the dream sequence again where she's using it and explains that it's a whatever a crazy what you call subspace it highway. subspace highway um then he wakes up as she's because sk- she's skating up to his door in the dream he runs over opens the door it's her he won't sign the package until she like agrees to go on a date with him or whatever uh she's like fine whatever uh does it she skates away she melts the ice as she goes or whatever which is cool because toronto's very cold we're in toronto by the way we didn't set that up i don't think at the very very beginning another another great
3: cut by the way because she's like he's like well you're not gonna you'll go out with one i it. she says yeah it's that egg right smash <laughs> boom, 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 and yeah, then yeah. Just, it ends with him throwing the package, yeah, the package over his shoulder into the, in the trash. trash can like yeah. he didn't really give a shit about it which i thought was great took 38
0: yeah. takes but he made it in oh
3: my god really yeah. Bro, half the movie CG Edgar Wright. Just fucking yeah. CG the boxing. Come
0: on, we move it, on. He Edgar Wright said in the, the commentary, he was just like, We we totally could have CG'd it, but we wanted it to have some believability in the scene so that like when the smash cuts happen and stuff, like it it feels it felt better right. than just Organic. like everything feeling fake, which is really That's cool. That's a I strong like, call. One other point I want to make going back to what Andy said last week when we we're talking about hot fuzz of Edgar Wright's use of cuts to propel things forward is just so great where the different scenes of getting on a train getting on a bus getting in the thing for uh simon peg's character to get to the town similar thing here with uh knives and scott when it's like cutting between all the different places that we already saw them go but their conversation is just one constant conversation yeah i love that
1: uh they go out on the date uh they do the cheap thing of just walking around uh i forget they hang out that's what they describe it right because eventually there is line of this so this was a date uh they walk around they hang out they go on the swings uh which is right from the, you know a panel from the comic um they go back to her place she makes tea uh she goes to change scott's really cold he comes in she's changing bro uh but then it seems like he's crossed the line but then he hasn't because she comes over then they get into bed under the covers with some uh, funny dialogue oh. there right like, i have like, a like great line uh, before. I they, they love that
3: line. I could not have, I could just not have tea. It's such a fucking thing you would say in that situation.
1: <laughs> uh they make out on the bed, she's in her uh underwear, but eventually she's like, you know what? I've decided I don't want to have sex with you, Pilgrim. Scott respects those boundaries, isn't okay with it. She says she might change her mind. Uh he stays over, uh, and in the morning, uh, they leave. She ge- she gives him her number with the 7x's underneath it. Uh that's when she skates away and we see the ice melting thing and seeing how cool that is. Um oh, I think I skipped already right when No, I didn't. I was going to say when knives said she was in love, but that's now, right? Cuz yeah, now they go cuz he comes home, he's in love. No, I skipped. I'm skipping. Uh no. So he goes back. Then it's they they talk and they do the band thing. Then they go to the Battle of Bands. Oh, he invites her Ramona too, to the Battle of the Bands. Uh, she she says she'll come. They go to battle the bands. Uh, this is when, and you know, of course, there's a whole thing. If they get it through battle of the bands, they get a record contract. Uh, they're there. Ramona shows up. He's overwhelmed because she actually came. That's really cool. Then Knives shows up there, too. This is where they start talking. He panics. He runs away. Uh, he runs backstage. Uh, the other guy, what's his name? The lead Steven singer, Stills. Steven Stills. He's freaking out because uh, he's jitter. Scott's kind of tries to get him back on it. Kim, of course, is over all this bullshit. Young Neil's just being young. Uh, um, funny. Yeah. I'm sorry. We got to stop. We got to stop. We got to stop. <laughs> guys, I know it's
3: Friday. I know it's late, but the wig on this lead singer, is just, it's too much, Tim. It's just too Hit much. Hit the
1: song, Andy. Is it a wig? I
4: don't know. Wigging now with no.
3: I can't be the only person on this planet that noticed this guy's wearing a hairpiece. Which right? one? Like Chris, Steven Stills or the other guy? The, the lead, the whoever lead singer uh, of the band. Sex Bomb. Yeah, Sex Bomb. I feel like he's wearing a wig. Was also, he? Chris, Chris Evans, clearly wearing a wig. Also Mary Elizabeth, Chris uh, Evans. uh, Winston, Mary Winston. What is her name? What's the name? Mary, Mary Winstead, Elizabeth Winston, Elizabeth Winston also <laughs> wearing a wig. There's just, there are an egregious amount of wigs in there and Kendrick. Not wearing wig, wig okay. Natural natural hair, natural hair. She's okay. You're okay. (laughs) I just want to say if I'm if I'm being unfortunately negative on this movie, um, if my tone is unfortunately negative, I think you came on real
2: positive, Nick. We started the wigs. You said it.
3: Now it's going south. Now it's going south. Taking a turn, yeah. I didn't notice any wigs
0: at all. Like the Ramona one, obviously. I wouldn't be surprised if it's wigs. It was dye your hair that way. Yeah, you can't dye that. way. But I definitely did not notice the lead singer's wig. I'm me telling either. you, Google
3: a picture of him right now and tell me he's not wearing a wig. I'll wait. I just did, and I, I I can't find any evidence that looks like he is. But I'm, I, not- you know what? I'll get to the bottom I, of this. Nick, Greg, I think please be going with the plot. Well, I know noticing- I want to
1: know if Mark Weber is wearing a wig. Let me see. Mark I think come come what on, you're noticing
4: guys. is how the hair kind of floats off the back. You know, you no, know, like it's the we, front. It's the front part of it. It's
1: always the front part.
2: That's this how you can tell. Nick, right there. Is that what you're saying? The wig. I don't know, Nick. I. It looks pretty legit to me.
4: Damn,
0: he might be losing again. Wait, guys, no. hold on. Hold on. Eat it right there. Here we go. There is an article from MTV News. Too the headline weeks. is Scott Pilgrim actor Mark Webber gets Harry to play Stephen Stills. Oh, like, so right. We're going to oh, get somewhere with you,
1: this. Dink, 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 dink. Fuck you, Nick.
3: Dink, 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 dink. Fuck you, You're the only one. But you know what? You're, it's okay. You're, you're really carrying this. If you're, if,
1: if you're in your car right now, go ahead and join me. Fuck you, Nick. Honk, yeah. honk, 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 honk. Yo, so straight
0: <laughs> up, straight up. Uh, I'm giving them, this is a quote from him. I'm giving them a nice canvas to work with. Uh, he doesn't know what the makeup department's going to do with him, but he figures wiggle. it's better to overgrow rather than overcut. Great point, I've got man. my sideburns going. I'm growing my hair really long. I'm a shaggy guy right now so they can cut the hair just like Stephen Stills. Damn, still. Nick. No. Damn,
3: no, no. bro. No, 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 no. Listen, yeah. this is the – no, no, no. Again, this is the big wig-spiracy. Don't buy it <laughs> a big wig because this is the same problem we have with Evangeline Lilly. Where she was like, I'm not wearing a wig. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. This I'll send the same you guys sure.
0: <laughs> The same problem we had.
3: The big controversy. I'm, send, I'm slacking you guys a shot of this Google oh, search. Right.
1: <laughs> we I mean, pulling, <laughs> pulling up images. pulling up images.
3: Hair is clearly not correct. We can move on, but I'm just I mean, saying, I mean, like, so I feel like it was just thing. Hold on. I can't figure out where to go. There it is. I'm on like eight computers now. <laughs> I can't let it go. But it isn't assets. There you go. That's there it is. There it is. God, let me let me bring that, that shit up. It's Goddamn wig conspiracy, man. It's crazy. Listen, this is what I'm saying. Pull this pulls this up right now so we can look. And you tell me that that hairline, Andy, looks natural. Andy, look at that right there. Look at his hairline. You tell me that's a that's a that's a perfect wig line if I've ever seen one. I rest my case.
2: Your Honor. I mean, you also looked case. up Mark Weber wig. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what I mean? Like you're looking for very specific things and. <laughs>
0: Just there's more of game us game out game there. Game all I'm saying game. is,
3: listen, all I'm saying is if you're, if you're a believer in the
0: conspiracy, there's dozens of us. Okay, you're not alone. Before we Join move me. on, let me tell you about our sponsor this episode is brought to you by limited run games pre-orders of scott pilgrim versus the world the game complete edition the physical limited run games pre-orders for scott pilgrim versus the world the game complete edition are now available get the game in standard classic or the ko editions on nintendo switch and playstation 4 now each edition is full of goodies standard editions include commemorative clash demon head tickets classic editions feature a deluxe clamshell retro box with an alternative Ramona cover, CD soundtrack, folded overworld map, and sticker sheet. The tricked out KO editions include everything from the classic edition in an authentic hard shell roadie case box with a pop-up band scene that includes working stage lights and Anamana Gucci music. You gotta love the gooch. All editions of the game plus some exclusive merch are available during a special six-week open pre-order closing February 28th. Be sure to pick these items up before then because once pre-orders close, you won't be able to purchase these collectibles ever again head to limitedrungames.com slash scott to pre-order your game today that's limitedrungames.com slash scott to pre-order your game today is it for now him? let's move on that would be great it, that would have been amazing no, it's scott pilgrim
1: oh that's right oh, that's right. even better
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: hey we're talking about scott pilgrim mm-hmm. <laughs> so cool. you would say this is the right thing quick question did mark weber wear a wig in scott pilgrim I have sent it via DM to Edgar Wright. We will see if we get a response during the show. Thank You're you. You're welcome. No problem. No problem. God, <laughs> could <can> you imagine?
0: <laughs> it's revealed here. Breaking Honestly. news. Imagine if he responds is... super fast.
4: <laughs>
1: oh hey guys, I'm, I'm watching the, the live the stream chat. right
2: now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 hey,
3: yeah send
2: send him here the here. link to the Discord. See if he wants to come here. in.
3: Here's what I'm going to say, guys. I hope he gets back to you, and I hope he says unequivocally no. Because if he says yes, it's going to turn me into a fucking monster. Next up, Evangeline Lilly, we're looking at you. We're coming for
0: you.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll DM uh, uh, just that DM guy, him. Peter Jackson. He'll know, He'll That's
3: know someone. It. No, who did
1: Ant-Man? I, forgot. I mean, ironically, Edgar Wright was going
3: to be. <laughs> <laughs> going to do it. That's true. By the way, watching this movie, how much would you love
1: to see that Ant-Man, Edgar Wright cut? Because when I, oh when my I saw God, this, that would have been oh, awesome. I, yeah. it was, so I would cool. love to see. I mean, he this, this whole thing of doing uh, Edgar Wright in review has been like, fuck. How great would it be if Ant Man was in here? I would fucking love to see what he would have done. I like. Not that Ant Man was bad. Was yeah, that that's my bad.
2: thing. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm not saying it need, it was needed or whatever. Well. Sounds like Um, a, so yeah, we're at the Battle of the Bands now. Uh, they are all nervous. Uh, they have the drawings by Brian or at least the characters look like they're drawn by Brian Leo Malley here. I guess. Uh, where they're going oh, through they so don't know cool. the drummer. Uh Kim freaks out when the drummer is a girl because obviously that's her shtick. Um <laughs> they go out there and, and they, they shoot play eyes at each other. It's so good. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> they go also out there like and
2: a twelve year old child.
0: I love it. <laughs> so cool. I, l- totally. I love it so much. It's it's brilliant. Really all the and bands are named after NES games. Crash of the boys, uh, Clash of Team and Head, all that stuff.
2: This
1: Crash of uh, Boys You know.
0: Cool. Not really.
3: I love I love when that by the way when the band first plays and it's like a chord where they're like we're sad
0: and then Kieran Kieran and Colkin's like, it's not a race, guys. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. good. This whole scene, like the whole battle, the first battle of the band scene, I think, is just so perfectly done and like kind of like encapsulates the entire movie in just one like 10-minute piece where the the best comedy, the like music, the world, everything they're doing, the characters are just at their best with having Kieran Colkin's character there, just kind of like talking shit the whole time. And then we have his sister, uh, or Anna Kendrick, Scott's sister, sitting up there kind of being the more real voice in the whole thing, but still getting sucked into the insanity. But also adding music into movies is always very difficult because it can go on a little too long where it's like, this isn't worth it. They did it perfectly here. We got a couple songs from multiple bands, and it was never like, oh, okay, I'm over this. Yeah, the songs are
1: super short, right? This sequence yeah. is
4: probably my favorite in the whole movie. Yeah. I, I I, love that it ends with Anna Kendrick seeing Kieran Culkin kissing her boyfriend. Like, it's so mm-hmm. fucking good. And she, again? And she says, <laughs> again.
3: <laughs> Not
4: again.
1: I love it. I love it. So, yeah. Uh, everything you just said happens. Uh, you know, knives is about to reveal, uh, her true relationship, uh, with Scott to Ramona. Uh, Ramona also says she's just friends to Scott and Anna Kendra's like, she has so many friends. Uh, when they start playing knives passes out from excitement. Uh, they get up there they play for a couple, uh, licks or whatever. Right. And then Patel shows up. He comes in Scott Pilgrim, Pilgrim. He keeps nailing the grim. I like that. Uh, we need to fight uh scott has no idea what he's talking about of course uh they fight a little bit then he's like wait you don't know what i'm talking about you didn't you read my email he's like no uh but they end up fighting and like we said it's bollywood inspired or whatever and uh they do that and he summons like snake chicks or something like they have like demon teeth and crap I mean, and they're up true, there yeah, fl- you know? i
4: i, I look love look her like reasoning i dude. love her saying you know we we're in high school and it was just a bunch. All the jocks were after me, and he was the only non-white guy in
3: school. <laughs> like it's such
4: a like I don't know. It just I love that little weird line of dialogue. Like we we are taking on the world, and then they show that. I guess in that moment, you're not really sure what this universe is about until mm-hmm. you. She talks about it and says, "Yeah, me and him just took them all out," and and they're they show like this little animatic fight scene. You're like, oh, they can actually. Like, fight in this world, like what is this universe? It's so bizarre, and then we obviously see uh, he, she talks about Matthew Patel's powers, and then that's all revealed in a really cool way.
2: I, I know we've seen uh, it once. I know we've seen it once before, but like them re- like showing the uh, comic book style like actually being done as this animatic. It's so cool and such a cool nod to the comic book.
0: Some of them are from the comics, and some of them are original for the movie which is pretty cool too with the comic oh, me- stuff and uh all the music is done by like actual musicians which is why it's so good uh and the different bands are based off of real bands so uh the black sheep song by metric like clash of demon head are based on metric they do the song yeah. uh uh beck does a lot of the the other music that we hear for like sex Pobomb and all that stuff but the matthew patel song the the bollywood one was written by dan the automator which is dope oh, as fuck. he's that's uh awesome classic hip-hop guy from the bay area and it's just like you can totally get the style of it it's awesome
1: scott punches him uh he turns into coins he goes ooh coins one of my favorite parts uh picks him up uh ramona turns and is immediately like nice meeting you." and i gotta go uh she grabs scott they leave knives wakes up um on the bus ride home, uh, Ramona explains to him that, you know, to date her, to keep dating her, she'll, he'll have to defeat her seven, seven evil exes. Uh, he's like, oh, I got to beat your ex-boyfriend. She's like, exes, which is a fun joke throughout the way, all the way to the reveal. Uh, she's like, do you understand this? And he's like, mm-hmm. So we're dating? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. During this part, as she's talking about the the backstory of the
0: exes and all that stuff, if you look out the window of the bus, all of the the bokeh effects, so, like, the the camera stuff where it, like, blurs the lights in the back. The lights mm-hmm. are all X's. Oh, uh, that's, that's cool. They're going. And then once like they start talking about their relationship, they all turn to hearts.
3: No,
1: very nice. That's neat.
0: really cool.
3: Yeah, I the, like the X's pop up a lot too. Like mm-hmm. I think um I think I feel like it was Jason Swartzman, like this, the reflection in his glasses is an X. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah it's really cool. The really cool, like, quality that stuff. So animated. When they're looking. walking. And the when street, they've got it
1: down street. to five, there's a them walking the street with a bunch yeah, of like all a, the the X's yellow behind X's them. behind yeah, them. I like that a lot. I like them a lot. Um yeah so Scott comes home the next day right uh this is where he walks in he's in love and he's all happy and he changes and uh Kieran Culkin's making bacon and he's making it for Anna Kendrick's boyfriend and he's like right, Kieran no. Culkin's like uh, oh no Scott Pilgrim's like you can't be here tonight because I invited Ramona over for dinner so you have to get out of here and he's like you can't do that until you break up with knives I commanded I, d- I decreed or whatever uh, he said then he's like oh no but uh he's gonna do it and then uh, Karen recall was like won't well, be a big deal for me not being around because I'm gonna go see Chris Evans Chris Evans I'm stalking Chris Evans and he's filming a movie up at the castle tonight so I'll do that and you can break up with knives and Scott's like hmm, but he agrees to do it or whatever so then him and knives go out this is where she does the i'm in love thing and he like does the push it away he breaks up with her uh he crushes her uh she's got that like you know dark black background just black background behind her i love the way they do that so uh but now he's free and clear uh he has ramona over for dinner uh what he's gonna make is uh garlic bread uh (laughs) that's 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 his meal he's gonna make for her uh this is where she she walks in with the blue hair too right yeah. yeah and he's like yeah he he his out. Hair. yeah, yeah he's, he's he's, she's too impulsive for me she's too crazy for that oh no i guess that happens at band practice they're at band practice she comes over she has blue hair uh, also steven stills had been like no more girls at band practice no more girlfriends at band practice or whatever he's like of course not they play for like two seconds then she shows up uh he freaks out the blue hair he puts on the weird hat because he's afraid of his hair as he does throughout the rest of the movie uh they go home at this point uh neil starts playing for scott uh, this is where they make the garlic bread. Uh, this is where he's telling Wallace, like, I'm in mean, over my head. She's too impulsive, yada, yada, yada. Uh, he doesn't want Wallace to leave now. Wallace does leave. Uh, he makes the bread. This is where you get the 15 minutes later, 60 minutes, 60 minutes later, yada, yada, so on and so forth as they continue to go. And this is the great bread makes you fat line. Uh, yeah, yeah. I Kevin, Kevin, you are about to say
2: something. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was way, way earlier, but I, I love, love the joke of when it cuts and he's standing with the band Like they're they're doing the rehearsals Uh, and he's like, dude, you've been playing the same note for two hours. It's just so (laughs) I love
1: that. Uh, Eventually they go through, you know, all the things you would do, I guess, in your lame apartment of making garlic bread, drinking some wine, uh, making out a bit. And then she mentions his hair. Right. And he puts on the hat and then they go for a walk. Because of course, I think it's already been revealed at this point, or maybe it hasn't. That Envy, uh, you know, crushed him when she made fun of, or said his hair was too. He got a haircut that was bad. No, it hasn't been revealed, but he got a haircut that was bad, and then she dumped him, and so he blames that, and so he's been letting his hair go ever since. Or he cuts his hair ever, on his own now, all the time. I love how they
0: showed this in the movie because this is a huge plot point in the the comics that like is actually stretched out into a a much longer thing where they, he eventually gets his haircut and stuff, but. Uh I like how in this movie they did the him just looking and having the the art and then having the narrator kind of explain yeah, it all because yeah, yeah. it's like that's an example of what I was saying earlier of how I think this movie does a really good job of not just telling the exact same story as the book but being like how would this be very funny in this medium I think they absolutely nailed it A second ago we saw the the Seinfeld music play when they came Yeah to the that
1: was great when he saw him <laughs> when he slides back in and with the uh the laughs the laugh
0: track and all that stuff and I remember being in theaters and just like dying at that like thinking it was so fucking funny and like clever and unique because we haven't seen that type of thing before and then shortly after when we get the chris Evans scene the universal music plays it's just like this is fucking awesome
1: yeah (laughs) yeah so from there right they go on a walk and she's like you didn't just take me on a you know walk in the cold to wear so you can wear your stupid hat no he's like no i just love walking so but they end up running into karen Culkin up at the castle where they're filming a movie and yeah uh eventually you know yeah you know we're gonna see this and they're gonna do that and you know Troy's are, or whatever uh, Chris Evans is over there and she's like Chris Evans and then it's Chris Evans and she's like we gotta get out of here why he's one of my evil exes they banter back and forth while the scene starts or whatever and then of course Chris Evans isn't doing the scene he's actually yelling at Scott Pilgrim so he comes over uh punches Scott Pilgrim this
4: person he yelled at. he's yeah he's yeah. famous and he said my name
1: <laughs> he comes over he knocks out and knocks down Scott Pilgrim then turns Ramona how are you how's life he seems nice <laughs> I guess that's after he threw him actually uh but after the first punch when Scott Pilgrim was like can I have your autograph <laughs> like I love that's great this whole scene's funny uh you know as he gets his stunt doubles to fight uh his and, actual stunt doubles they're all. Oh, yeah? All of them are actually Chris Evans stunt
0: doubles for various that's movies. That's fantastic. Awesome. So that's
3: crazy. Yeah, I was like, that's crazy that Chris yeah. Evans was that big to necessitate eight stunt doubles for his movies. I remember at well, this point this... he did like The Losers and that weird movie with Anna Faris. Fantastic Four, right? Fantastic Four, one and two.
1: Let's immerse no, right, right. Michael Chitless's career. But these motherfuckers, they
0: gang up, and I love that it just turns immediately, again, like I was saying for the first fight, where it's like, it wasn't just a fight, it was a musical, it's like this, it's like immediately, it's like him versus a bunch of different people, and like, also a Tony Hawk pro skater, like, final fight thing. But I love when his uh, stunt... People are, are fighting Scott, and we just get Chris Evans just walking
1: and looking at his phone. He laughs, looking at
0: his man. phone. Just, That's <laughs> actually hilarious. That's actually hilarious. Yeah, so fucking Edgar Wright. It's just beautiful comedy, man.
1: Well, I love then the one liner from Scott of like, "Mr. Evans, you're needed back on set." I'm like, you know what I mean? Like that was fucking rad. He's surrounded by all the beat up guys. Uh They fight a little bit more, and then you know eventually can he, he do gets a knocked. Thingy? Yeah, he's like, "I'm a, I'm a <laughs> skate brand. Can, yeah. can you, do a, can you do a thingy? A grind? Yeah, can you do a grindy?" Thingy. He's like, that's, well, there's girls around this cameras. All right. And so and he that's does one, that's
4: one great thing about this whole movie is Chris uh there's so much purposeful overacting uh that's so cheesy and great. And Chris Evans is one example, and so is Brie Larson. Her her dramatic sort of looks away and all the I guess, femme it's, fatale, it's, Yeah. It's so fucking good. I but I love Chris Evans in this role as the douchebag. It's it's so spot on. <sighs>
1: uh so he blows up and then they go to the next thing right does she run no she doesn't run away here that's later they go back home him and kieran and uh is this when envy calls i think she did run away she did
0: go away yeah did she
1: run away anybody nobody yeah this this is where he's yes he's
2: trying
4: to find her but she left the premises she left the scene or whatever later
2: when she finds him she's like sorry that was like too much and i was like yeah okay yeah.
1: Okay. Um, I th- cause I thought it was later that it doesn't matter. I thought later she leaves and he calls a bunch and she doesn't answer and then they run. That's to each other way later. Else. That's when she leaves with Gideon. And right? she is just a shitty person too. What a yeah. Ter- yeah, What a group both, of Garbo people. But
2: that's the thing. They're both shitty people, and uh, it's not going to end well for them at the end of this you know? all. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think though. Th- so he goes home and he's d- d- him and th- then Envy calls and wrecks him again and is asking questions, right? And she's gonna be in town and uh, he should come to the show. And he he definitely won't come to the show. She's like, "Great, I'll leave you tickets," kind of thing. Uh, he goes into town. This is where the other evil ex, uh, 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 Mae Whitman, shows up, right? And he punches her in the boob. This is the Ninja Garden opening you're talking about. Yeah, which is just so great.
0: And again, fun. love that it just plays with the format immediately. It's not just onto another fight. It's just kind of like this weird mini boss thing. Love that. Yeah,
1: and I love that he's, you know, he's a. Uh doesn't want to do it right there she's like fine i'll be back later yeah, yeah, yeah uh he goes to visit anna kendrick at the coffee shop he does the call from outside she leaves him out again this is just a funny bit right of like are you at work yeah all right cool i'm coming over and then he's like right outside and he walks in she's already somehow outside this is where Aubrey plaza tears into him because of course he did not listen to her and she's cursing a lot and they're bleeping about how are you doing that with your mouth <laughs> uh and then yeah ramona's right there i guess that is the um thing we're talking about of like yeah you know uh sorry that was too much for me i guess um oh then envy's there too uh and that's you know we're doing the show thing oh and she booked she doesn't say that though she's doing a show they should come it's weird whatever you on uh, the list <laughs> yeah 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 on the walk home, uh, Scott and Ramon are talking, and Ramon is like – or no, he Scott's talking about how you know Envy ended badly. She wanted to go be with her friend. Let me guess. She start, started fucking that guy. Yeah. His name's Troy, right? Or whatever. It's Brandon Routh. Uh, I dated a, a Brandon Rath too. Oh, okay. But like, you know, it's I not even the stuff. same person yet. Yeah, yeah, Like all the little um,
2: stuff I was just say I love all the little setups like the way they introduced uh the Lucas man. or whatever where you know we had Kieran being like hey I'm going to go stalk this guy and they like they mention his name
1: and like it's and all course. like peppered it's <laughs> all peppered out it's all I love it yeah so this is the next then okay so he's not we're not going to go to envy adams show right but guess what we are because steven sills has booked the band there because it's the next battle of the band or she booked him as the opening it's not a battle of the bands they're playing there though as the opening for the secret show thingamajig um on that plane of action that's happening on the other one uh knives is mad at ramona and call, keeps calling her fat and old and dies her dies part of her hair blue which is fun we're then at the secret show where Knife shows up and is kind of single white female, to Ramona, which is hilarious. Uh, they walk out. Ramona's like, what was the deal with you and that girl? Oh, we da-? He doesn't say we dated here. Something interrupts them or whatever, but she's over there with young Neil now, and it's weird. And then it's time to go play. They go play. Then it's time for uh, Envy to come out. She does, and she plays the song Andy loves that everybody loves. And he's huge on TikTok Watch right her. now, according to uh, Jen. Would you agree with that, uh, Tim? Do you see that on TikTok a lot? I haven't heard it anywhere. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised. But But Blackfeet,
0: Fox.
2: uh, I think I have heard it connected to that uh, fake songs, right?
0: Maybe. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's probably right. It's a a slap. I really like that song. Yeah. Um, and so yeah after the show envy invites everybody backstage they all go backstage it's really awkward and uncomfortable this is where yeah we're introduced to Brandon Routh's character Todd who you know is vegan and he's better than everybody and they banter and bicker back and forth for a little bit eventually yeah like uh knives stands up or something to defend Scott or the everybody I don't remember and Brandon Routh just fucking Punch no, She's just, like, yeah, Knives, I'll punch a girl.
4: And I was just being annoying. She just keeps on trying to. Uh, I read your blog, envy, and then she brings up a yeah. second time something what? else that's very fangirly.
1: I kissed the just lips just like, that
2: kissed yours. Shut up. Yes, yeah. yes, uh, yeah. yes. It's such a, yes, it's a yes, horrible
1: yes, yes, line to say just in the middle of a room. <laughs> Uh, and then, Yeah, this is the, he punched the blue, the highlights out of her <laughs> hair. So fucking good. Uh, young Neil gets her out of there. Scott eventually stands up and decides to fight uh, Todd. Uh, this is where Todd, of course, goes Super Scion with his vegan powers. Same. He, you know, freezes. Uh, t- I don't watch your stupid super cartoons. Scion. All right. He said he, Scion, it's Scion, okay. He freezes uh, uh, Scott throws him through the back old window last scion that's the that's the one the dragon right sean connery mm-hmm. he's the last absolutely he's the last the stri- last i am the last, last and scion you know I'm what I mean? and remember grunt from mass effect that was kind of a grunt impression we're all right? over the, the map, map right now we're doing a great job guys uh he's thrown out the window or the wall and then brandon just kicks the shit out of scott for a while punches him up in the air really high at one point um that was okay uh, we're gonna go yeah. to pizza pizza we'll be back yeah, yeah. we were a uh, call us when you're done with your thing uh they leave as they fight and they continue to fight and they fight for a long time and they smash through a bunch of stuff uh, at one point when scott's thrown through the wall you think that the way he's gonna beat him was with his bass or whatever because he's got his bass guitar or just guitar i don't know the difference and he's playing the thing too
0: here's the thing here's what's so fucking rad about this again Unique gimmicky fights. It goes from a fight to obviously a type of guitar hero rock band style do mm-hmm. thing. But he's playing the fucking Final Fantasy four boss theme that he referenced earlier on the bass, and I'm like, this is so sick, man. They just they just fucking really get cool. it.
1: Um. so they fight for a while and you know uh, uh, Todd still beats his ass and puts him down and then he's like alright before you kill me you want to have a cup of coffee or whatever and he's like I know that you put dairy in one of these or half and half in one of these and soy in the other so I'm going to take the one with soy I, I, I can read your mind because of my vegan powers and then he drinks it and it, it was Scott's like no I actually thought really hard about the opposite so you just <laughs> drank the dairy and he's like what? so dumb his hair goes flat <laughs> I and love. The vegan I love police it. show up I it.
4: it's he's not, not like, even a sa- yeah it's not even a satisfying reasoning it's not like anything horribly clever it's just a stupid fucking lie i love it i love it
2: it is clever it uh, works you know he got him
1: uh he got him and then the vegan police come in he's like isn't there like a three strikes policy and they run through the different things where he fucked up and he's like gelato gelato isn't vegan and he's like chicken isn't vegan, chicken, like isn't vegan? <laughs> isn't, chicken isn't
2: form. vegan eggs and
1: milk bitch yeah, and that other
4: the other guy the one that's not
2: punisher is from uh westworld right yeah yeah yeah. he was also oh. in um uh, what's that uh bad bad boys no, no 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 not bad boys the the movie with michael sarah and the other kid super bad high sc- super bad right he's the the guy's like i can get you alcohol i can get you alcohol no he, no, no that's the guy from
1: brooklyn no? Nine yeah yeah that's right no I mean, this guy right this one. guy real, sorry played Bucks. a shit
3: dude he played the fucking gangster in 187 he was terrifying in that movie he's in a bunch of good stuff he's been like, he's like one of those character actors he's definitely
1: in a movie that we've reviewed here that we said oh he's the guy from westworld <laughs> fuck he is <Yeah. laughs> i'll look it
3: up hold on um remember.
1: so then todd doesn't have his powers so scott headbutts him really hard hurts his head and then uh, 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 and he tries to make nice with Envy, kind of like, oh, you know, i water under into the bridge. So he just headbutted my boyfriend into coins. And he's like, well, you fucking broke my heart and insulted my hair or whatever. So he leaves. Uh, they go to Pizza Pizza. Uh, there's this. Do you want to go to the after party? Um, both Scott and Ramona don't want to go, but it's that thing where if you want to go, I'll go kind of thing. So they kind of end up egging each other on into it, even though Scott is not in a good place. Uh, they go to the after party. Um and Scott's being a dick here, right? Like he's he's losing his grip on it. He has to keep fighting people, and he's kind of throwing it in Ramona's face. um And yeah, is, mid- have,
4: what have you dated everybody in here? You know, sort of thing.
1: Yeah, is that? I think that might be after the uh, May Whitman shows up here in a second. Uh, she right, shows up right. to fight. Uh, scott won't well you know originally ramona goes out there she's going after him she pulls the big mallet out of her uh, handbag like in the comics like in the video game which apparently sponsored this episode shout at that uh this
0: is my favorite scene in the movie i totally fucking love it it came out of left field for me where i didn't i didn't see this coming and the way that they shoot at her grabbing the the foot and kind of slow and the verses comes and it's ramona fighting yeah all that shit's sick i think it's the most interesting visually actual fight scene
1: like with the different weapons being used sherry and yeah well she's using that cool belt sword and then like so ramona's crazy mallet like, gets thrown outside and smashes into the ground that's so right. the sound effects are
0: fun like all of it i just think it's the most well choreographed actual fight scene uh but what was cool too is it surprised me in the movie because in the comics there's a scene a lot earlier that's knives and ramona fighting at a mall and when that didn't happen i was like oh this sucks we're probably not going to see ramona fight but i seeing her do this i was like this is fucking yeah excellent call
1: uh eventually uh may whitman's like fuck off i'm saying it, it is may whitman right may yeah, Whitman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i keep thinking every time maybe. you said, i think maybe i keep thinking yeah. maybe too yeah yeah, yeah, yeah maybe
2: yeah. uh real quick yeah. andy the um the one of the vegan police was the detective from oh i was right there i, had, thomas I jane. had a second ago yeah thomas jane but he was he the, was the punisher yeah 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 but he was also the detective in, in the expanse He's Miller. He's, he's Miller. Miller. He's Miller. Oh, he's, Miller. Yeah. he's Miller. That's right. Miller.
3: You know, yeah. you know Andy, led. I'm going to blow your mind right now. The other guy Time moves to was work. in the 2009 Star Trek. He played Nemo's, like, right-hand man.
4: Oh, yeah. yes, 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 yes.
1: That's, That's where it was. Him we from. were
4: reviewing Star Trek. Star and We Trek. said, oh, the other guy, he's one of the guys from Westworld. That's what it had yeah. to have been. He's awesome. Yeah
1: so uh the uh, eventually uh, Ramona or Whit- May Whitman's like Ramona stop trying to fight his battles he's got to fight his own thing Scott's like I'm not gonna hit a girl Ramona's like you have to so she jumps behind him and kind of like uh, exoskeletons it or she's like controlling him and punching around and stuff uh it had, eventually-
0: to, be, it had to be Michael Sarah. <laughs> like this movie had to be directed by Edgar Wright and Scott Pilgrim had to be Michael Sarah for this shit
1: to work uh it works so well eventually Ramona gets knocked down and she's like, Touch the back of her knee. <laughs> He's like, What? <laughs> Whenever we were making out, that's okay. I get it. <laughs> and he does it. She goes down uh and at right as issue right as she's about to crescendo into her orgasm <laughs> she's like you'll never be able to give ramona pleasure like this <laughs> turns into a bunch of coins
0: in the in the comics they don't do the coin thing as much as they do in the movie in this one everyone turns into a coin in the books like there's some change-ups every once in a while and uh her death she turns into a bunch of small little woodland creatures like at the end of a sonic the hedgehog level nice. when you like jump on the thing and little animals yeah, run away yeah, yeah funny
1: from here this is where Scott goes into full asshole mode and she even calls him out like you're the first asshole I have a dated. to now you are uh he gets two G uh and he doesn't drink so he immediately gets drunk and immediately starts being an asshole and this is where she's like we should split he's like do you mean split or do you mean uh uh leave uh, sp- yeah. break up or leave or whatever right yeah. and she's like I don't know what do you think I mean and so they're just having a big fight and uh they leave This is where I'm browning out on this one. This is where he calls her and she doesn't answer and there's no way to talk to her. And he's angry and he has all this anger and he throws it back into the band to then go to the next battle of the bands where they're going amp for amp against the twins who can make dragons out of sound waves. And when they're setting up for that across from that
4: exclamation points on the poster.
1: (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's when he sees Ramona in the crowd with green hair with Gideon uh, Fran uh aka jason schwartzman aka phantom planet um they he puts it together there that mr g or whatever they've been calling him right the g-man, G-Man, G-Man. is gideon graves who is uh, ramona's ex who is the person in charge of the record label for the deals they're trying to go for or whatever so um before scott they yeah, uh, uh kim has like a soft moment Is like you should go over there and apologize to her right now i like, talk to her right now i don't wait or whatever but before that can happen the bands start the battle of the band starts so uh 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 from across the way they they you know start doing their crazy uh twin stuff with the dragons and the interlocking powers and the giant amps and music waves coming out um maybe they blast first and then knock them down maybe they go and they start to, waves of music are crashing into each other and a very cool thing and, and again for a to that's uh t- 11 years old like i think this holds up i think it looks good i think the you know the i mean we're not even talking about the cinematography and the text on screen and all that jazz i mean the actual way these graphics and the don't they make a giant like uh, king kong to fight the giant uh, it's dragon? Donkey kong. dragon
0: it's supposed to be donkey kong and double dragon
1: Got gotcha. you. Got okay. rights. Thanks Nintendo. Thanks for screwing Fucking that up. Fucking goddamn it Nintendo. How much money did Nintendo you need tie. in 2010, Reggie? You know what I mean? <laughs> then, I feel like this is cooler, though.
2: You know, like cuz like King Kong has a look and I I just think that like this like grungy drawing that something would someone would have like a sticker on their skateboard fits so perfectly with uh like the design. You know, so I'm actually glad they didn't get the rights for King Kong or Donkey Kong. Donkey.
1: You're I'm, I'm with Greg that's too, a silly
3: though. thing to say i'm with great too though i do i do love how these effects hold up and i think a lot of, a large portion of that is because it's just not really done that much in movies um it, this was to me i watched this and it was like this and stranger than fiction are the movies that i remember seeing a lot of that cool to like intentional 2d text on screen where it was like hey this is gonna stick up it's like tracked and all that stuff very after effects yeah. and that was like near and near to my heart too because i was like part of my brain tim was like i could have directed this movie because i know after effects which in reality is complete and total bullshit. But like, I just remember seeing that, being like, "Oh, I think I know how they did that," or like, "I think this is so cool," and like, "Oh, they tracked it like this." And the fact that they intentionally used that 2D look uh, to have it be more like a comic book page, I thought was really cool.
4: The f- yep. song that they're singing, I- I'm reading the lyrics. I'm I- reading the subtitles. I was like, "This doesn't really make sense." Maybe I will look up the lyrics. Maybe it'll kind of like make a little bit more sense. It sure. just sure. does it. Like, it's a. No? It's obviously <laughs> an original song that I, Tim, you said that Beck worked Beck- on, bit. I'm hearing voices, animal noises, the creme de la creme, the feminine abyss. I'm reaching my threshold, staring at the truth till I'm blind. What is any of that? Like what? So back,
0: it's about back, sex. They everyone playing the music. In Everything's this, about in the sex. movie. They actually were playing the music and stuff. So like even like Brandon Routh and stuff learned how to play bass uh, to to do this. And there's some scenes where Scott that's Scott not Pugner true. Was playing bass. But so that's the thing is. Easy Michael and Sarah, Michael was really good at it and had to dumb it down because all the other people in Sex Bob-omb weren't trained for that. I would have never guessed that. He looks like so helpless. And that no, was. He,
3: play, he plays like, a riff at one he point. It though. Oscar he played like, a Ramona song acting. he can actually play. Yeah,
4: yeah, when he plays the guitar, then, yeah. I could definitely tell that. But the rest of it, I was like, he looks like when. Oh, what rapper? Was it Lil Wayne that tried to pretend he was playing guitar? Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. I, I don't think Tim immediately week. knows.
3: Tim's like, I now, know exactly. I'll never forget Prom about. Queen,
0: man. What the yeah. rebirth <laughs> era was, was very scary. It's it's rough, yeah. Uh but to to go back to this, Andy, the Beck who wrote the music for it, like literally gave himself like forty eight hours to write all the, the music that's for so, the stuff. Because cool. they're like, we wanted to make it like very, very, very like it is just it is punk rock shit. Like yeah, that's what yeah.
4: it
1: is. This song's been in my head forever. I liked it. It was a good one. I like the yeah. soundtrack of this uh, movie, uh, even though if the lyrics don't make sense or nonsense or whatever. Um, so yeah, they beat the twins. Hooray all as well. Uh, Ramona leaves with Gideon. Scott Pilgrim gives chase runs into knives, but runs around knives. Um, also I think I've totally skipped it at this point, but knives is obsession and being like, a, a you know, a, a obsessed fan, like the window of the band practice and shit. All that was hilarious. Yeah. um, they get outside though, and he confesses. He finally lays it out to Ramona that he's in lesbians with her, and oh, all this stuff. Okay. And she's like, "Okay, great. I think we should break up. I'm leaving. I'm going back to New York with Gideon or whatever." I th- is this where she shows she has the chip, or was that? I think before? it's later. Was she she just late touches late?
0: it. We yeah, kind of see it. She touches it. Uh, "Under My Thumb" song. He quiet. has his control
1: over me. I yeah. am. Yeah. This Fran is the part of the
0: movie, like, super to me is just like we needed the movie should have ended and the, this should have been a second, second movie because, like, yeah.
1: so, so much condensed. of it is just
0: condensed and just like boom, 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 onto the next, which is fine, cool. it's serviceable. But, uh, but it, again, my problem is it's not like the comics solved this, like, the twins in the comics were more fleshed out and like they kind of sucked and like they kidnapped Kim at some point. Kim ends up making out with knives, there's a lot of bizarre choices. We, we get a the comics. is that when we get the Kim backstory
2: and like. Cause that, that story that he says, where he jokes to uh, with Ramona, where he's like, "I had to fight a hundred people, and then we got there." Ninety six, like, yeah. There was a yeah. giant guy, like that was real, right? In yeah. The he comics, does that.
1: yeah, yeah. Um, Gideon rolls up and is like, "You lose, I win. I'm sorry. It's okay though, because if it wasn't for her, then I wouldn't have done this, and we wouldn't have done that, and we wouldn't have been together." And yada yada yada. Um, the band rolls out, and Gideon's like, "You guys crushed it, though. That's the good news." Like. I want to give you, I want to sign you all the record deal right now. We don't even have to finish battle. The bands you guys win. Uh, Scott's like under no circumstance. Will I, everybody else signs it. And even when he's like, you can't do it without me, young Neil shows up with the bass and signs uh, to be part of Sex Bomb uh, under the Gideon Graves contract. Uh, the band leaves, Gideon leaves with Ramona. They all go. And we got a dejected Scott uh, down on his luck. He, you know, hangs out with Hannah Kendrick for a little bit and talks about that. Uh, he goes home and this is, yeah, where Wallace is like, you have to leave. And he's like, I know, but like also, you know, Ramona dumped me and the band's over he's like, oh that sucks whatever um while he's chilling at wallace's place um he gets a phone call from gideon who's like hey we are throwing this uh fu- soiree or whatever some party for some reason you should come to it or whatever um he says something shitty about ramona too um because she's there and he's like are we together babe or something like that um uh and she's like in zombie mode uh scott then decides he's gonna fight for it he goes down there the, yeah no he goes down there uh this is the funny thing too of like what's the password whatever <laughs> what's the password <sighs> like they both are just they let him in or whatever they get in there sex bombs there uh you know they've sold out they're up there basically on leashes as well for all intents and purposes getting to the top of this pyramid uh with ramona there uh he's like scott no, no, a no. ton of earthbound
0: references here the chaos theater that they're playing at is a place from earthbound and just like a lot of designs of stuff is from earthbound which is cool Wait, Tim, uh, uh,
2: quick question for Tim: The uh Gideon's plan, like in the comics, it's it's way more convoluted, right? He was like trying to form yeah. like the perfect. It, in the comics,
0: it's essentially Final Fantasy seven where like he it turns into final boss fight. Wait, hold on, Nick, shit. does that mean anything to you? or Because like no, I'm not fuck, at all. No. fucking blown away by that I'm, statement.
3: I don't understand it. I'm scared. Yeah, it's scary stuff, guys
1: uh they bring him a diet coke he knocks it on the ground really rudely and he's like no we're just gonna fight so let's get into it or whatever. they, oh, they go i'm sorry it's,
3: it's a coke zero is what he drinks this, oh my apologies my apologies my heart, to my heart
1: um is, this is where scott learned the power of love or whatever and pulls the sword out of uh, his chest that time uh him and gideon fight uh knives shows up well i mean there's a whole bunch of stuff kim does the we are sex bomb we're here to sell out and they start like scott kills a whole bunch of people in a really fun action scene that's turning everybody to coins uh eventually getting to gideon to fight gideon a bit um then knives shows up to fight ramona uh this was so- the dementia
0: guidance part in the movie was the gideon introduction when they first start fighting and we see the like the the widescreen gets really small and all that stuff whereas okay. in the book it was with roxy
1: gotcha, gotcha 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 um and so there's a fight here and they're brawling and then scott you know is dimed out for cheating on knives with Ramona, and then Ramona's like, Well, you cheated on me then too. And he's like, Well, not really, you know, he has a shitty answer for it. He's being a shitty person or whatever. You weren't wrong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, how so you weren't wrong? <laughs> what a <good> um line. <laughs> Gideon is there then to fight them. And I mean, Gideon in the beginning his ass kicked for a while, right? And then he's Gideon that,
0: takes the the cane and like pulls it out like a sword, <laughs> then jumps on it, which is fucking uh Reference to DuckTales on the NES <laughs> of oh, nice. suck the way that he would, and Shovel Knight as well, <laughs> like the way he jumps. It's great.
1: Uh, but eventually, I forget how, whatever, but like Gideon gets the upper hand and stabs uh, Scott through the chest, right? Well, yeah, they uh, like defeated
2: him, kind of. Like he like passed out, and then Scott's talking to someone, and he comes up yeah, and stabs okay. him from behind through the heart.
1: Right. He dies. The thing I skipped, but we already talked about, too, is that, you know, when he was getting off the stage at Battle of the Bands against the Twins, he grabbed the one up and says, I'm getting a life, which is a great line and really played in the trailer and the movie. Um, Anyways, he goes to the desert place where he's there. Oh, man, this sucks being dead. And Ramona comes through and he's like, I was fighting for you. Maybe you should fight for somebody else. And then Scott, uh, you know, remembers the one up and we see him getting it again. He hits it. He uses it. He comes back uh, very video game. He starts at the checkpoint right at his house or whatever. Uh, yeah. Then we see a very fast motion of him going through all the things, insulting everybody. He's, he walks up to them rather than say the passwords and shit. Gets in there, you know, does the thing, pulls out the thing. You've run the power of self-respect. Fights everybody. Calls Knives out early to say don't do that. Apologizes to Knives and Ramona for cheating on them both. Um, You know says i think he, is this where he apologizes to kim too this is like he makes his amends yeah, right he tells, like,
4: yeah he, he walks in just, immediately looks at the band and he's like you guys are better off without yeah, me neil yeah, yeah, job. yeah you're better than me or whatever
1: yeah. yeah exactly 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 uh and then you know proceeds to clown everybody out again do all that stuff and this time he kills gideon right yeah they
0: team up because they him do the knives the, yeah the him DDR and knives thing. they do
1: the ddr thing against him Great. right right right, right Right? love yeah. that
4: it was all the same sound effects and the announcer of all the narration stuff is bill Hader.
1: Well, that's oh, awesome. we, we I know that. We know, not know that. We know no. that man, right? That's right. Um, do we know Bill Hader. So yeah, they do the DDR thing. They fight Jason Schwartzman, <laughs> aka Fran. Uh there's, you know, he's got an 8-bit sword and stuff. There's all this cool effects going on and stuff. Beautiful effects. Beautiful effects. Beautiful effects. Um Ramona gets the final thing, right? She knees him in the crotch, knocks mm. him down the stairs. Well, he's...
0: They do like the team up thing. Because then like they knock him downstairs, but then they like knee him and he like flips. I oh, he, yeah he gets like a really
1: bad like onto his back right like crack on his back
4: i love the yeah. glitch effect when he's on the ground sort of in pain telling Talk them him. you know you fucked yeah, up yeah it looks coughs. really
1: cool yeah yeah coughing up coins or whatever uh he dies he explodes the coins a lot lots and lots and lots of coins just falls all over the drums <laughs> like everybody's like Fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah uh and there's the Steven great thing of uh, picking up the coins exactly <laughs> what about our so, contracts like this is our contract he's our ske- putting it all into it, it was like a shirt and stuff to get as much money as he can out of it it's great it was real money real canadian coins yeah uh, jen was pretty stoked when they showed it yeah. throughout the entire
0: movie anytime there's coins they're real coins uh that they were using on set and stuff and for this scene they were just a shit ton of coins as you saw so many of them were real some were cg but uh when they were done with this scene, they were like, all right guys, take what you get. Huh. And like everyone on set, just grab what you want. Like, I like the idea of uh, uh, <laughs>
2: Michael awesome. Sarah That's just awesome. like trying to get as many as possible. <laughs> like I could see him going way overboard. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, and so then, yeah, we've won the day. We're over, uh, we're in the outback now. Not the outback, but we're out back of the, uh, uh, club. Or, or, no, no, uh, yeah, right, uh, everybody's down, and then, uh, Nega Scott shows up. Uh, negative version of Scott, right? Black and white from the game as well that he couldn't beat. And they all leave so he can fight, and then we get the cutscene of, like, the door rolling up and them coming out, being friends, talking about, uh, going to brunch together. Thank and, God. uh, he's like, yeah, yeah he's a great what? guy. Really
2: nice, you know? Club that,
1: Like, I that's love how that.
2: you, uh, uh sub... So- what is it? Subvert Subverted Subverted expectations. expectations like that. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, I guess one more battle. We need this right now. And then, no, it cuts to a joke where it's like, oh, look, they're buddies. All right. Yeah, He's that's actually great. a really nice guy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so uh, we get the goodbye to Knives here where, you know, she they have a moment of like, oh, you're cool and you're cool. And I'm cooler than you, though. So, you know, whatever. And I'll be fine, though. You should go after her. She's who you've been fighting for because Ramona is leaving, by the way. Uh, Scott chases Ramona down. She's like, "Oh, you chose me. Yeah, I chose you. Like, let's go start over together, thing or whatever." And there's the door from earlier with the star on it or whatever, and they walk into that and open it up and go through it, and that's Scott Pilgrim's door.
4: Ramona, Ramona, for how the song goes, it's just it's It's a little song. I need to learn the tabs for it. It's a cool little, uh, little, um, you know, chord progression. Everybody,
0: you got the the chord progression for a little haiku and review?
4: Oh, I do. Yeah, one (laughs) sec. Hold on. Let me see if you got. Let me see if y'all can hear this. This will be a
1: uh, fun. Let's
2: Seven syllables in.
1: No, you don't hear that, right? No. I hear you said you said seven syllables How? in the middle. How you right, had
2: that. it working, Andy? Oh, okay. oh, Kevin, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I got it. I got it. I got
4: it. Ready? Y'all ready for this? Y'all ready? Y'all ready for that? Is
3: that right. it? Is that
4: seven one? syllables in the middle. Oh, I hear it. You need five for the first and last line. If you're not poetic, no need to fret. it. haikus don't need to rhyme. Haiku huh? in review. Oh. Haiku. In review.
0: That was amazing. (laughs) It really was amazing. Yeah, it was good. Good job. Yeah. It was
3: just broke ass enough to be (laughs) awesome.
2: (laughs) Yes. Wait, are you not gonna use the other music you did? Because I like the song. I can use
3: that
0: forever. Use it forever. Yeah,
4: I could I could I don't know, Kevin. It's like it's a little bit tougher, dude.
0: I'll do it right here. I'll do it right here. There you go. I'll do it right here. You go to patreon.com slash kind of funny to write your review in haiku form, just like Nadia Morris did. No vegan diet, no vegan powers for you. It's milk and eggs, bitch. Miscellaneous says Knives thinks that Scott rocks, but it's Ramona he stalks, dreaming of pink locks. Three fights in, Scott's fried. That's when Roxy would arrive. Came so hard, she died. die. Finishing this quest. Pulls katana from want to his go. chest, Plays G-man to rest. I'm liking these like <laughs> yeah, sets really of haikus. Cool. Yeah, that's a good, good job, guys. Uh, Bubble Boy Wonder says best 3D movie, best video game movie if they qualified. That's 3D movie. That's a it's a weird thing to say. It's
2: also not right a video now. game. It's like you know, it's not inspired by video game, so I don't think it qualifies as a video game
1: movie. Uh, according to our sponsor, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World from Ubisoft, it is. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: Pen 15 writes it and says, The woman he woos has seven evil ex boos. Level up or lose. Foos. Oh. (laughs) Foos. That was going to be fools. Joe Merton says, Scott, bread makes you fat. Nick, please get Scott on keto. Yes, bread makes you fat. First off, he doesn't need to be on keto because Michael Sarah's skinny as fucking all get out, which is annoying yep. to me because
3: he's that's also right. tall. And it's like pick fucking one, bro. You can't yeah, be charming, one. skinny, yeah. and tall. Is he tall? Oh, that's she why I'm assuming. Hair.
4: Fuck you. That's why I'm assuming Zach right Efron didn't get the role, you know, because I definitely know that he tried out, but I'm also making that up. But also, Zach <laughs> Efron's short, not as tall as. It's true. Not
3: as tall as Michael. He's Cera. one of us. Mm-hmm. He's one of us, Andy.
0: And Ignacio Rojas has the final one here. Five, he says, nine. "Who, who would have thought the best video game movie isn't based on one?" And there you go. I dropped some fucking knowledge. That was good. That was good. Uh, Ragu Bagu time. Ragu.
1: I fucking (laughs) love it. it. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to Rad Guys Talk Bad Guys, a.k.a. Ragu Pro Tag, where we rank the protagonists of the Edgar Wright filmography. Right now, the standings are as such. Number one is Nicholas Angel and Danny from Hot Fuzz. Number two is Sean and Ed from Dawn of the Dead. Where do we want to put Scott Pilgrim, and do you want to include Ramona in there, or do you want to put Scott Pilgrim in there? We've been doing these buddy deals. We've been doing couples here. I think it's just Scott. Just Scott? Okay. Mm-hmm. For this one. I put him dead last in my ranking on him.
0: I put him last as well, but it's not in like a dead fashion. Because at the end of the day, he has funnier lines and does cooler things than Simon Pegg does in <laughs> other movies we saw. Uh, but I just like, I just really hate how this all ends. So I'd go last because of that.
1: Wait, yeah, I just put sorry. him because I don't like him. Like I like I like Sean and I like Nichols.
2: We're rating the, uh, the characters, right? Protagonist. 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 Yeah, okay. yeah.
1: I put him in the center,
2: yeah. but I mean that's my opinion. It sounds like I've been outvoted.
4: I would put him. You know what? I would put him in the center as well.
2: Kevin. Thank you, Andy. Thank you, I would Nick. Put him if in the you can as well. flip for me, Nick, you have it's so much power. Helpful. Flip for me for
1: Scott Pilgrim <laughs> as a protagonist. Remember I all the growth. Than and Look at my as eyes. Look at my
2: eyes. Remember all the growth. And his he's stupid going hair. Dead last. Remember all he's the growth they last.
3: tell
1: you about and don't show you. Yeah, yeah he's going dead this. last,
3: and I feel like it's because I, I just feel like the other two films nail the character arc so much better, and they nail that. The, what I think is even harder is the dynamic between the two main characters. Um, and you know, Shaun of the Dead, you you legitimately like think Shaun is a loser at the beginning of that movie, and by the he's end the of it, you're like, game. okay, he's he's showing a little bit more. He's showing a little bit more, and he same killed all his friends. friends. Bro, there were zombies. He had to, bro. See, Kevin, if you create no, 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 no. a zombie, he the
2: zombies. He made a bad plan, and they all died. <laughs> yeah, but the other
3: person made a great plan, and all her friends died too. Everyone's Did dying they? in this Did town. Everyone was die? hairs. Did they all die? Yeah, it's just. Uh, her. Yeah, remember? I I mean, she shows up. She's like, least, she's the at least only somebody one made there. It. You know what? He's it's it's out for interpretation. Uh, all I'll say is this: <laughs> I do, I do wish, and I think this is to the unfortunate detriment of the movie. I do wish they had. Given the character a little bit more growth um, and a little bit more shit toward the middle of it, so he could have grown more. So, yeah, I think that I think the character's got to go dead last, unfortunately for me.
1: All right, then there you go. Your Ragu pro tag looks like this. Number one, Nicholas Angel and Danny. Number two, Sean and Ed. And number three, Scott Pilgrim. Thank you
3: done bagu <laughs> little
2: you're little fucking robot. you're such a treasure
4: andy <laughs> well, I, was go, I was gonna i was about to go nick i hear what you're saying but what about this
0: oh nope
3: <laughs> this is the next year of our life guys
0: <laughs> i love it i'm glad it's, we're here the next year of our life Andy, to get us into the into the the rankings can you please hit me off with a little bit of zombie nations current craft 400 whoa whoa whoa
4: Oh, Tim! I—I I mean, I—it's not, not fresh in my mind. It's not fresh in my mind. Here we go. Did 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 Here we go. It's not fresh in my mind, but I'll try it out. No. Oh, fuck, oh, it's Jay. Hold Scott on. Pilgrim's dating. I don't remember the notes, it's hard. Greg has been on, Greg
3: has been on every show today and he is getting smaller and smaller in his chair as we go. And I just want Andy to keep trying, just keep trying to fucking nail this. He wasn't on games
2: daily.
0: Poor Greg's got oh. a three hour charity stream after this and he's just like, fuck. <laughs> it is time to rank the movies. Currently, number one, we have Hot Fuzz. And number two, we have Shaun of the Dead. Is that right? Dead last. Dead
2: last. You guys are idiots. This one's number one. So much for the comment. Is the story not as. I mean, now, I, I don't know.
1: The growth isn't there. <laughs> Kevin on the started down that track and he's like, wait, it's going to sound like I'm not backing no, my own a, argument, so I will stop. It, it, like, this
2: movie is just funny. The editing is like. He, this is where uh, what's his face peaks. Like, he, you know? Edgar Wright. Uh, Edgar Wright. Yeah, from a visionary standpoint, I, I totally agree. And a comedic. I disagree. Andy, completely. and a comedic
1: I See, think this, this movie, movie is all style, no substance. To me, I, the reason
3: why I put this dead last, not because I didn't enjoy it, because I actually did enjoy it on the second uh, viewing of and it. I don't hate it because, either. to me, this is the least Edgar Wright movie in this in this series. So if you're putting this movie against other stuff, it's a different comparison. But compared to Hot Fuzz, which and Shaun of the Dead, which are just almost perfect comedy genre movies that you just don't get any better than that. It's got the cheeky British humor in it. It's got those cuts. It's got everything you need. And it's more importantly, it's got that dynamic between Simon Pegg and Nick Frost and Edgar Wright that you can feel both on and off camera that just really, really works well for it. This movie just feels like he is, you know, I'm sure it was a passion project for him, but it feels like somebody else wrote this movie and it wasn't them in a room having fun. And to me, that's why I I have to put it last on the Edgar Wright list.
1: If it was on a video game to movie list, it would probably be very, very high. I love this uh, live comment from Nat Vu. Quote, What's his face? The name is literally the in review lol. <laughs> hey,
2: man, I'm trying to make an argument, right? You guys can fill <laughs> in your pieces, you, all right? These kids in the chat always give me shit about not remembering the names. It's hard.
0: It's hard. Yeah,
4: uh, Kevin, I'm Andy. with you, Kevin. So much of knowledge is just remembering things, you know? That's all it um, is. That's all it is. I, I will go last place as well. Um, yeah, I, I think I just like the humor. A bit amount more in *Shaun of the Dead* and *Hot Fuzz*. When it comes to a visual perspective, I think this movie's more interesting just because it's it's my shit, dude. Like it it's it's eight bit, sixteen bit video game shit all over the place, invoking video game UI into the real world. Like I, I love, I love anything that does that, and the fact that it's done by a fucking genius like Edgar Wright, it's even better. But I think I think the humor and the stories in in Shaun of the Dead and well not so much the story in Shaun of the Dead not a whole lot happening there but the 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 overall dialogue the back and forths there are a
0: lot more a lot more interesting to me. Yeah, Scott Pilgrim Versus the World is one of my favorite movies of all time, and I feel like it's going to end up being one of my most watched movies by the time that I die, uh, and I will have just as much enjoyment every single time because there's just so many scenes and there's so much I absolutely love about the movie. I do think it's by far funnier than hot fuzz and shot of the dead both consistently and in like funniest bits I think that the action scenes are are great it's unique as hell there's so much going for it but I still and the cast is awesome across the board and like the the things that they have them do and I like I said earlier I love that it's not just video games I love that there's also so many other elements of this world that that make it special um and I think that it is a very, very, very probably the most Edgar Wright movie because of those things. But I think that the the story just doesn't add up on the main characters to the point that I'm like, when we're ranking these, I like to do it based on what I think is best, not just what I think is my favorite. So this would be last for me as well.
2: Oh, you guys are terrible. So in every metric, it's like the best movie of the list, but like the story is not quite like
0: there because the growth. Of I mean the, the end sucks. I hate the end of this. Yeah, and yeah. ends matter a lot to me, man. It leaves a bad taste in my mouth, where I'm like, oh. And like, what I mean, sucks it, is there's alternate versions that I like even less. Yeah. Well, I think this to death. this is
2: similar to Shaun of the Dead, where the ending is like, all right, did that character really grow that much, or did like just he survive and you know he just gets a better life because of that? And that's kind of what happened here, where except for there is growth here, like S- Scott Pilgrim grows, and yeah, they're not doing like they don't do a great job showing you it. But, like, the character does grow, and, you know, I don't know. But the votes are in.
0: Number one, Hot fun. Stop three. the count. <laughs> Shaun of the Dead, and number three, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Uh, we will return next week with both John Wick 3, closing out John Wick for now. One day we'll get John Wick 4. John uh, and we will continue Edgar Wright in review. Only two more left. Uh, we got... The End of the World coming up. Is that what it's called? Mm. At World's at End. At World's End, end yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. Yep, that's up the one. Next. Yeah. And then Baby Driver after <sighs> Baby that. Driver. And, the World's uh, End. Last Night in Soho eventually, but as of Ooh. yesterday, it just got delayed again uh, to <laughs> September this year. So yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll see, see how that goes. Till then, love you guys. Bye.